0: What's going on, family? Pastor Sergio Chavez reporting live and direct to you and yours. And listen, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to My Hope Center podcast, your place for motivation, hope, and empowerment. Too many names and not enough justice yet. But we are here today, family, church, because we care. We are are here because we care deeply our hearts are also wounded in this moment we are here because captioning thoughts and prayers on an Instagram post is not enough we are here because simply tweeting our prayers and condolences to the families is not enough we are here because it's time for transformation I'll say it again, it's time for transformation at every level, at a societal level, at a systemic level, at a church level, and at a human level. We're here because we are all created in the image and likeness of our God. We are here because our black brothers and sisters are tired. They're tired. And as a lead pastor of a predominantly Latino community, for now, I said for now. I think it's important for us to understand that our brothers and sisters are tired and so we need to fight alongside them in this hour. As your pastor I want you to hear from my heart. I'm here today because my life has been marked and shaped by powerful tremendous godly precious black women and women of God, black men and women. My life has been marked by the friendships, the bonds, the camaraderie, the fellowship that I've had with black brothers and sisters. To the musical genres that I love and enjoy that was created by black people. The culture, the entertainment, my life has been marked. Marked by the brilliant black students that I've worked with whether it was in the, in the projects of Brooklyn, New York or in Southeast DC, my life has been marked. Supporting young black men in a Maryland correctional facility where I worked for a year. And I and, and I was working with these young black men who were committed to turning things around in their lives for the betterment of themselves and their families. My life has been marked by pastoring incredible black men and women in our ministry, being a shepherd and a pastor of these incredible people. My life has been marked by serving in ministries under black pastors whom I love to this day, being mentored and instructed by black men and women. And of course. I'm married to the most beautiful black woman to me in my life. My life has been marked because I see black beauty each and every day. The incredible Pastor Francesca Phipps who has blessed me with three precious daughters. My life has been marked. All of these experiences have played a major role in shaping who I am, my worldview, and my perspective. But not only have these experiences shaped me, but my theology defines me. Jesus defines me and this is these are the words of the Lord Jesus when he was making a bold proclamation of his mission here on the earth when he was quoting Isaiah 61 in the book of Luke chapter 4 he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He was on a mission. To go after the marginalized, to go after the outcast, to go after the oppressed, to go after those who were looked down upon and frowned on during his time. We see that in the book of Luke in chapter 10 as he's sharing a parable there in the scripture where he's talking about a Samaritan man who had no relation to a man who was being robbed and left for dead. And the Bible says that as Jesus was sharing this parable that a Levite, a religious person came and walked by that man. And then the Bible says that a priest walked by them, a religious figure just walked by a man that was wounded and was hurting. But a Samaritan man, a man who was looked down on, looked at the pain of his brother, looked at the wounds and said, I will help him. I will lift him up. And the reason why the Lord Jesus was sharing that was because he said later on in the verse, go and do likewise so if we are the church if we are the body when we see our black brothers and sisters hurting we cannot stay silent we can't pass them by we need to be alongside them in the fight and in the struggle he came with a specific mission his compassion and his empathy moved him to action in Matthew chapter 9 verse 12 he said It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. He said, I came with a mission. I came with a mission to help build, lift up those who've been torn down, who've been looked down upon because he viewed them with different eyes. And then we see in the scripture that he also came with a specific mission of uniting his children. And that's why we're here today. He didn't say. By the knowledge that you have, all people will know that you are my disciples. He didn't say by your status, all people will know that you are my disciples. He didn't say by your credentials and your accolades, all men will know that you are my disciples. He said by the love that you show one another, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples. He says in John chapter 17, he prayed. He said, Father, I pray that just as you are in me and I am in you that my children may also be one that the world may believe that you have sent me it is in our unity that there is power it is in our solidarity that there is power are you hearing me today? so we are not simply here because of a trend because it's the thing to do we are here because it's time for action And some may have come out because somebody encouraged you, but maybe you struggled with coming out by saying another demonstration, another gathering. It's done nothing in the past. Maybe you struggled with being here today, but I want to let you know that it's time for us to rise. This time I am declaring in Jesus' name that it will be different. I'm prophesying to the four winds, the north, south, east, and west. I'm declaring that this time the church will rise up and we will lift up a voice and we will fight to see this transformation that we are calling for. We're here because we have collective goals as a body. We have collective goals because you've been saying another demonstration, another another rally to pray, but I want to let you know this is more than that. This is action and we have collective goals now this is not the end-all be-all there's many things that we have to do there's many areas that we have to heal but i just want to mention three things that hope center is committed to and i want to let the hope center a uh, 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 family know where we stand there are three things that we are seeking in this time the first thing is justice justice is the administration of what is just the determination of rights according to the rules of law and equity today we are standing and declaring that we will fight for justice we will seek it because the scripture declares in micah chapter 6 verse 8 act justly love mercy walk humbly with your god in isaiah chapter 1 verse 17 the scripture says seek justice help the oppressed defend the cause of the orphans and fight for the rights of widows we will not just simply pray for justice but we will seek it we will defend it we will stand for what is right I want to let you know that Hope Center will stand on the side that is right when it's said and done in the history books Hope Center will stand for what is just for what is right I was having a conversation with one of my dear black brothers and leaders in our church and he was just pouring his heart to me and we were sharing and we were having a dialogue and he said I don't need any special privilege I just want what's right we don't need any handouts we just want what's right and today we are declaring that we will seek what is right the second thing that we will seek is accountability accountability on all levels accountability is the willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions we are we are going to be held accountable to our God and because of that we're going to be accountable with one another When we see injustice, we're gonna raise up our voice. We're gonna see, we're gonna seek justice, we're gonna hold one another accountable as a church body, but we're also gonna hold our elected officials and even us who are public servants. We're supposed to be held accountable because we're held to a higher level of accountability and responsibility. So, yes, it is time for accountability on all sides in all areas. In this moment, we are going to pray and seek accountability in this season and also more importantly for heart transformation because accountability and justice means a change of legislation and policy but can I let somebody know it will be much more difficult to push laws policies and legislation if there's no heart transformation I said it's going to be difficult to change legislation if there is no heart transformation so that is why we're here our demonstration is a bit different the way we're seeing it right other folks doing it because we believe that at the core, for us to see true transformation, we need a call on the one that shed his blood on the cross of Calvary over 2,000 years ago. And when he shed his blood, he said, it is finished. And when he said, it is finished, he said, the racism, it is finished. The discrimination, it is finished. The bigotry, it is finished. He said, it's done with. There is neither Jews, no Gentiles. We are one body. And he said, it is finished. And so we will stand and cry out for revival. We will cry out for a transformation in our city, in our nation, in our neighborhoods, in our own lives. It's time to check our own hearts because whether you acknowledge it or not, we all we all have some sort of prejudice that was taught and we inherited those things. So as believers, whenever those thoughts come to mind, we have to we have to seek him and ask him and ask him to forgive us and repent and lament and make a heart change and go in a different direction. A heart transformation. If there's ever been a time that we need a heart transformation is now if there's ever been a time we need a revival is now i don't know if you realize we're still in a global pandemic y'all wars and rumors of wars all types of issues breaking out in this moment if there's ever been a time that we needed to call on the Lord Jesus I want to let you know that it is now and I want to stand boldly and confidently and declare that I'm glad to be saved in this day I'm glad that my family is saved I'm glad I'm glad to proclaim that I have a savior it's time for heart transformation we are currently standing in the midst of history in the making I want you to look around you for a moment I want you to look around you I want you to look around you I know you can barely see some people's faces they have the mask on but just look at this moment this is history in the making we are choosing and standing for what is right you are here because you've chosen to be on the right side of history this marks the beginning of a new day for our ministry this marks a new day for the world and for history if you're saying maybe this will just be a phase Pastor Sergio will let this go in a couple of weeks I want to let you know that the answer is no would this be a matter that the church is gonna forget in about a month I want to let you know the answer is no if we're gonna tackle as a church poverty abuse Sexual immorality, mental and spiritual bondage, the chains of addiction, generational curses, toxic cycles of sin. If we're going to tackle those issues, we're also going to come after the principality and the demonic force that is racism. We're going to stand and come against it too in the name of Jesus. We're making our stance clear today and addressing and defeating this stronghold today. The venomous sin that comes from racism. Church, I want to let you know that we have an apostolic mandate if you didn't know this church has an apostolic mandate that is given to us by the authority of scripture to come against these forces of racism of bigotry of colorism i want to let you know that today we stand on the word and we're standing in unity the book of psalm chapter 133 verse 1 says how good and pleasant it is when god's people live in unity how pleasant it is it's like the precious oil that's poured on the head running down on the beard down to the collar and the robe it is as the dew of Hermon were falling from Mount Zion it says for there the Lord bestows his blessing and even life forevermore power blessing breakthrough healing comes when we're united. Once again, thanks so much for tuning into today's message. I pray that it was a blessing to you. I'm so glad that you were able to hear today's message, but can I tell you, there's nothing like the live experience. Would you join us on a Sunday afternoon at 1.30? We meet at Greenbelt Middle, 6301 Breezewood Drive in Greenbelt, Maryland. And so I want you to be there. I want you to get connected. You can find out more information on our social media at My Hope Center on every platform. And also, you can check out more information at myhopecenter.org. I hope to see you soon. So in Until then, peace, love, and God bless.